You know you're a surveyor when you've been waiting all summer for this podcast to return. You're not alone, my friend. Welcome to the Surveyor Hub with me, Marion Ellis. Yes, it's the podcast you've been waiting for and we are back. But it's been quite a tricky ride since we last spoke. Not least, my own work has changed as I stepped down from my role as MD of a company I part-owned. My family have started to venture out of the house, returning to school and work. I'm not quite in the zone of missing them yet. I'm quite enjoying the peace and quiet of being at home, but uh, we'll see how that pans out in the winter months here in the UK. And we've also, as I record this trailer, had the outcome of the independent review from Alison Levitt. I'll provide a link in the show notes. And like many of you, I've had to take time to process what I've heard, what I've read and what I've experienced, not just as a a member surveyor of the RICS, but also as a member of the governing council. I'm a member of the RICS Governing Council elected in 2020. I represent the UK and Ireland. The events that happened and the reason why the independent review was was put together um, were all before my time on Governing Council. And it's a really curious experience to walk into a culture within a, a corporate environment or an institutional environment as the RICS is. You're trying to work out what's what, who's who, really, you know, what are the rules of the game, but also what are the unwritten rules of what's going on, particularly when you're an SME and you work for yourself. I did what I tell many of my clients uh, who I coach, trust your gut instinct, do the right thing, but that's not always easy. And like many of you who've contacted me since the outcome of the report, I too felt shock disappointment, anger, and I won't lie, I read the first sitting of that report with a glass of wine and a box of tissues. I felt hurt that the trust and confidence and faith I put into something that I really believed in had been violated. I questioned whether I really wanted to be a surveyor, let alone a governing council member. But here's what I've reflected on. The standards and regulations surveyors work to are still some of the best in the world. They make a difference every day to the lives of people and the clients we help and support. There are good people that work at RICS and they need our support now. If you're a surveyor member, reach out to them and let them know that they're doing a good job. You know, we always talk about the good old days, but you know, the old systems that we had and the way that things were, weren't perfect. Just as the current system that we have isn't all that bad. Yes, there's been some awful things that we've discovered through the review, but they're still good. And we need to really hang on to that because that's valuable. In times of crisis and change, people come together for a common purpose. And that is what I see with so many surveyors who have given their time and energy and will continue to do so to make RICS what it needs to be. Some of you may have heard me in the Facebook group a while back talking about the old RICS journals that I found in a skip. must have been about 12 years ago now. I was heavily pregnant with my first child and the office I was working in had an old library and they were just clearing all the books and throwing them into the skip. 
And so I waddled along um, and found some really interesting old books on defect and construction, which I snaffled. But I also found about 100 or so journals, and they were the modus and property journals of their time. And they're A5, and they date back from 1896. Really old books. And I took them, rescued them, <laughs> climbed into the skip, got some some of the younger guys in the office to help me. And I brought them home. My husband thought I was a crazy pregnant lady, and I popped them into the loft. And when I, I left my uh, last corporate job, I was having a rearrange, setting myself up for my, my home office. And I found the books and and took some time to have a have a read through them. And they give some real insight to what life is like or was like as a surveyor and things that we, particularly in the UK, have been through as a nation. They talk about how the city was expanding and what would happen. They talked about the valuation of land and farmland. Through the war years, they talk about the loss of men and how would you know, the institution survive with all the men dying during the wars. And it was quite powerful stuff. And when I when I read those, I see the resilience that we have, not just as an institution, but also as surveyors and what we contribute to society and the difference that we make. And I come back to, you know, if you can put yourself in a position to make a difference, to do good, then why wouldn't you? And if you can help support the institution, if you're an RICS member, then why wouldn't you? Because that's how I ended up on Governing Council. It's how this podcast has come about and it's how the Surveyor Hub community has grown. Because it's it's about people. That is what surveying is about. It's not really about the construction, the buildings. That's the geeky stuff. It's really about people. And that's a lot of what you hear of on this podcast. As I left my role at Blue Box and the business was sold, there was a point earlier on in the year where the Surveyor Hub very nearly ended for good. But the Hub podcast and community is back, it's saved, and I'm delighted to bring the conversations back to you. I've got some cracking people uh, lined up. You can show your support in a number of ways. You can check out the Surveyor Hub website, which is www.thesurveyorhub.com. Your favorite social media platform, or you can drop me an email at marion at lovesurveying.com and I'll tell you how. But we have some changes coming up too. There will be the weekly conversations on surveying and life, but I've also got some regular women in surveying panel discussions where, well, quite frankly, my female surveyor friends and I have a chat about all sorts of things from life to work. We debate, fall out, and come together as well. But importantly, women's voices are being heard. And if we want to really make a difference, then we need to be visible. And the one thing that I could do is get more women on the podcast and get women discussing and debating. And so we've got some. I'd love to know your feedback and and hear from you on that. Many of you know that I'm quite passionate about being in the business of surveying too. And so there'll be a weekly short podcast as well. So that's twice a week you're going to get me. And one of the things that really comes through in the Surveyor Hub community and also, you know, in the mastermind and masterclasses and programs that I run is that surveyors love being in the business of surveying. They love surveying, but they don't necessarily love running the business. And often it's because they've never been taught how, they've learned the hard way, 
and they don't always have the community or peer group to talk about different things. And so I'll be covering off some of those in these business bite-size podcasts. So I'd really urge you to subscribe to the podcast or sign up by the website and get a weekly reminder by email. And you can rate, review and follow, which will help the podcast get a much wider reach and help, help spread the word. Because the more we feel connected, the better we feel. And when we feel good about what we do and we feel supported, that's when we bring our best selves to our jobs, the work we do and the difference that we want to make. So I'm looking forward to getting stuck in and hearing from you. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, you can sign up to hear the latest Surveyor Hub news by joining the mailing list at lovesurveying.com. And don't forget to leave me some feedback and let me know your key takeaways from today's podcast.